What's up, Patty people, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Pout Palace Podcast. I am your host, Ella Arcella, and I'm so excited to be here again with you today. How's everybody's week going? I know I always ask the question, how's everybody's week going? How's everybody doing? And you can't talk to me, but I just want you to know that I care. So even though I can't hear your answer back to me, I still care. So feel free to just talk to the radio or whoever, however you're listening, talk to your phone, and it'll be like you're sending a little message right to me. But anyway, hello. (laughs) I have had quite the week. Um, a lot going on. I'm six months pregnant as of a couple of days ago. So baby is growing. He is kicking. It's crazy. I feel like a goddess half the time. And the other half the time, I feel like I like haven't slept since the day I was born and I'm always tired. But things are going really well. And every, everything's healthy. I'm healthy. The baby's healthy. You know, it, it's going great. And um I'm just, I'm just so shocked by how fast this is going. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be this quick. I, I'm, I'm already six months pregnant. And it's just like, wow. You know, I, it's, I want to keep being pregnant forever, though. Like, I literally, I love it. There's been no better feeling in my entire life than growing this little baby inside of me. But that is probably the only update I can give you about the baby right now. Nothing else. You know, he's good. You know, what's so funny is that people are always like, oh, how's the baby doing? And I'm like, I guess he's good. He, I haven't heard any complaints. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't said anything to me, but you should be asking mothers more often. How are you feeling? Because the baby is the baby. The baby's just growing in your stomach. Like the mom is the one doing everything. You should ask the mom. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Because really, that's that's the one doing all the work, you know? The baby is just, it's not even there yet. <laughs> I don't know. So many things happened this week um, on mainstream media, on social media and things. The number one thing I wanted to talk about was Ariana Grande's new song called Yes And. I don't like Ariana Grande anymore. Unfortunate, it's unfortunate because here's the thing. She is an incredibly talented vocalist. So, 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 so talented. Like one of the best singer-songwriters of, I mean, I don't know about songwriters, but she is an amazing singer. And it saddens me what's been going on like with her and her life and everything that she's been doing. I know I talk about Ariana Grande all the time on this, well, not all the time, but I talk about her and her new relationship a lot on this podcast all the time. And it it's kind of fun to like poke and make fun of someone when they are just putting themselves out there and doing negative things to get a reaction, you know, on purpose. But it's almost crossed the line now, you know? Like it's no longer just like, oh, you you're in a relationship with a guy you stole his wife you're a serial cheater or you stole her you stole a woman's husband and you're a serial cheater ha 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 funny funny I mean it's not funny at all but like she now comes out with the song yes and and the song is supposed to be a clapback if you can even say that I hate that word a clapback to her haters and to the people who she hurt and it's almost like a direct dig to the woman who was married to Ethan Slater there's literally a line in the song that says 
why do you or like i don't know who gives an f about who's blank i ride i don't know maybe her maybe the wife and the mother of of your now boyfriend's child it's sad because i feel like she tried to have some sort of like response to this situation where she was like oh i i don't care like i'm over all of this you guys can't hurt me like you can't hurt my feelings i am on top of all of this and and none of you have any power over me she doesn't take any responsibility for anything and she's just like yeah and i stole your man i ruined your family and like i don't know how you really thought that was going to come across but it's not a good song unfortunately it's a ripoff of a madonna song and you know what it also sounds like too does anybody know that song if you're a theater kid i'm sure you know the song but it goes you can't stop the motion of the ocean or the sun in the sky you can you know the song so it sounds exactly like that if you like listen to it um but i think the main problem here is that she is not in touch with like who her audience is so if you think about it like and a good artist knows how to connect to their audience and she is i don't know how old she is she's in her i think she's like 30 now and most of her audience fell in love with her when they when she was on victorious um you know with her sweetener album and her thank you next album even like we had a connection with her because we were in our early 20s when she was in her early 20s and she was like cranking out bop after bop that we could relate to because when you're in your early 20s and you're going out all the time and you're partying and you're having fun you don't care about anybody else like you have a sense of like power that it's like this is my time to just let loose and be me and have fun and live my life and not have consequences when you're young you feel like you 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 can't do you can never die you know it's they always say like live live like you're young and it's i think that she's still in that mindset of thinking only about herself and thinking that we are also that way but unfortunately the 22 year olds who were listening to you in the beginning and who followed you in your entire career and loved you and supported you are now 30 year olds who are married with children and we want to respect you and love you but you're doing all sorts of harmful things to other people's families and then not taking responsibility for it writing a song about it and basically giving a huge f you to someone who you really really hurt when you should be taking accountability for it i don't care what the reason is for dating someone um, or for stealing someone's husband. I don't care what the reason is. It's wrong. You shouldn't have done it. And now you're in hot water. And your response is, oh, and? Like, did you really think you ate with that one? And if you go to her Instagram, right? Like, she'll post a picture about it. And she's posting all over her social media and stuff. And people are like, mother is mothering, like mother is back, like la 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 la. But all of her comments are limited, like her posts, all the comments on her posts are limited. So you just know, she's getting way more hate. And all I have seen is hate. And like, 
it's really sad. I don't know. Like you're you've lost touch of who your audience is. You're not taking responsibility for hurting people, and you're literally exposing your sociopathic like personality. Anyway, so that's it for the Ariana Grande spiel that I've had prepared for you guys today. But it's just really like it's gotten to the point where it's kind of sick. And I just felt the need to say something about it. Um, in other news, this is completely a 180 from that topic. But did you guys hear about the underground tunnels in, I think it was a New York, Manhattan apartment? Um, this guy was complaining for months. He was tweeting about how he could hear like Jews, <laughs> how he could hear Jews underneath of him and his in his apartment complex and they they didn't have a garage and like everybody thought it was a big joke and literally somehow there was like a big i have to do more research about this but apparently like he was saying that he could hear yiddish coming through the walls and apparently there were actual there was actual underground jewish tunnels i <laughs> And so he wasn't wrong. And if you look up at his tweets are so hilarious. He's literally like, there are Jews living in my apartment in the walls. We don't have a basement. I'm going to have to retweet, repost the tweets. It's just so funny. But like, if you want a good laugh, look up that story. Um, another thing, guys, I just finally got around to watching Beef. It's that show with Ali Wong um, and that guy who played Glenn in Walking Dead. Excuse me. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. I should, but I don't. And I didn't watch Walking, Walking Dead, but I know who he is. Really good show. Really weird ending. And I don't know if they're going to do another season or not. But if you watched Beef, let me know how you liked it or didn't like it. I thought it was really good. Really thought provoking. The last episode was weird, though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm still marinating on that one. So I, I don't have like an actual full like opinion formed on it yet, but that's kind of what I've been watching. And I also started watching Fargo, which is, it's a show where each season there's a different murder or, or horrible crime that's committed in Minnesota and and every year it, like every season is a different time period so like one was 70s one was 2010 um it's really cool and each season is is different it's a completely different plot completely different characters completely different actors and I really like that um and I don't know I've, I've been itching for good tv lately so I started that one and I really like it the second season was okay but Tomorrow, it's what the hell, Alexa? This is why I should never record in my kitchen because Alexa won't leave me alone. I don't even know what she said. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I was saying Fargo. And then the other thing I've been watching is this Netflix show called um, Trust. The Trust. I think it's called The Trust. And it's a reality show, um, like a game show where you have like 10 people and there's a trust of like half a million dollars or something and they're all different types of people normal people and um basically they vote every like week or something and they do like challenges and stuff through the week um 
and they're all like challenges built to to like tempt people to be greedy or to be selfless so it's it's very cool but basically they vote every single week or every couple of days or whatever it is um to remove someone from the tr- from the trust or to not vote and just abstain from the vote and if you do that then nobody gets eliminated and the theory is that at the end it'll be the prize of like 500,000 or whatever it is will be split between everybody it might just be 100,000 but it's a lot of money but anyway it's a good show we started watching it there's um three more episodes that come out i think on friday but if you're looking for a fun game show to watch that's the one um you know what else I'm scared to watch? I Everyone's been freaking out about Saltburn. I don't, I'm scared to watch it. I don't know why. But I, I think when it first came out, I was seeing all these TikToks about these people's reactions to watching Saltburn and only going to see it because they knew that J- Jacob, Jacob, Jacob Bellorty was in it and they didn't know anything about the movie. And so it was like a really common like TikTok trend where people would go and then get get in the car and then film their reactions like with the caption like when you went to go see Saltburn because you knew Jacob Bellorty was in it but didn't know anything and for some reason it just like freaked me out and I'm normally intrigued when I see stuff like that and I'm like oh I need to know like what happened but with this one I'm just like ah, I feel like it's gonna be really gross like I don't know I, I keep hearing about this one bathtub scene Maybe I should watch it because I need to talk about it. But I I feel like there's some weird. I don't know. I'm just scared. I'm just scared to watch it. But let me know if you guys recommend that or not. I know I'm rambling, but that's pretty much everything that happened this week of note. Um, One thing is, is interesting. We are expecting a blizzard. So by the time I drop this episode tomorrow, we could have like nine inches of snow. We haven't gotten like any snow. We had one snow and it was gone within like an hour or two because there, there was rain. So we haven't gotten any snow and like, I just can't understand how people don't understand that this is because we're ruining our environment. Like, this is not supposed to happen. When I was a little kid, I had snow in October, even. Like, I remember it was snowy around Halloween sometimes. It's just weird. It's just weird. And it's sad. And, like, I don't even care about snow that much. But, like, the fact that it's not happening, I'm just, like, weirded out by it. I don't know. So, what I decided to do this week and this topic of conversation is talk about bad roommates and bad neighbors and I think I got into this I think I got the idea to do this because I was talking to my friend about some people that I had lived with in the past and situations that I had dealt with in the past about you know like living in college dorms and everything and and how like you really need to have a good relationship with whomever you're living with because it's it's imperative And I just started thinking about like all the terrible situations that I had been in and all the terrible people that I've lived with. Um, Not not so much like I haven't had so many like bad neighbors per se, but I've had really bad roommates. And then I just got to thinking like, you know, I see so many stories on TikTok, on Reddit of people who are just the worst And one thing in particular that I've been following is this woman in, um, 
I don't know where she lives actually, but this woman, she has two kids. Her handle on, on TikTok, you're going to laugh at me, is boy mom, of course, but her neighbors are just batshit crazy and they like have a shared river and this woman literally went into the river and put a fence up in the river so that her neighbor's children cannot swim and do anything in the river it's just very weird so they're having like this huge like legal battle over a river and i just like i don't know i got to thinking like what other horrible stories are out there on the internet and i also asked you guys and i'm gonna go over a couple of my favorite um stories from you guys as well but let's dive into the ones i found on reddit first so the first one is lived in a small apartment and my neighbors always cranked up their music to 11, like loud, loud, and until something like 7 a.m., maybe later, but that's when I would leave for work. It was so loud that I couldn't hear my own TV over it. My neighbors and I would bang on the door, but they would never open the door. It was like trying to sleep at a festival. Then at some point, I found out that they often left for a bar across the street, but they would just leave the music on, so I would pull the breaker for their apartment, but they would just come back at 5 a.m. and turn it back on. Damn. It was reported by heaps of people, but nothing was ever done. So at some point, I would jam their lock when they went out so their keys wouldn't work anymore, and they had to get the property manager in while the music was blasting inside. After a couple of times of that happening, they were evicted. Maybe I'm the bad neighbor in this story. And the top comment on this is, how did you manage to jam the lock? Uh, dot, 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 asking for a friend. And OP says cut off a piece of paper clip and shoved it into the keyhole. Cheap, quick, and doesn't damage the lock. I also like the passive aggressive message it sent. I imagine the property manager or a concierge pulling it out and holding it up like your music pissed someone off enough that they're willing to resort to petty shit like this. Honestly, I don't think that they would even put it together that that's what was happening. They would probably just like, oh, something's wrong with the lock again. But that is like awesome revenge. Like, I wonder how long they had to live like that. Oh, it says after a couple of times that happening, they were evicted. Okay, so I wonder how long. But how like nefarious and rude is it to just leave music on and go? I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. Like, I'm not gonna lie, around Christmas time, my husband and I put Christmas music on, um, on Alexa, like all the time. But it's it's so low and it's just to have that like little background music just to have the christmas spirit around right like we have an we have a couple alexas so it plays everywhere in the house but it's so low and before we leave we turn it off why are we going to leave music on for to bother people that's so weird like i live in a townhouse so it's connected to um someone on the left hand side our right hand side is open but on the left hand side we have neighbors and like it's it would be absolutely ridiculous of me to just be like, yeah, I'm going to blast music until 7 a.m. and I'm going to leave and I'm going to leave it on. I couldn't even imagine. I would go crazy. This is where having hearing loss does come in handy, though. I will say like when I take my hearing aids out, I can't hear anything. And while it is kind of scary, like it does help in some situations. I'm not even going to lie. It's like having your own personal set of like earplugs. But yeah, man, I, I can't imagine. And I, I know I have, because I have hearing problems, right? Like I listen to music a lot louder, but I don't listen to music at home really. Like I'll listen to stuff on my, 
like through my hearing aids. They're like they're like um, headphones. They have um, Bluetooth capability. So I'll listen to like podcasts while I clean, things like that. But I don't listen to anything like on a speaker. If I ever listen to anything loud, it's in my car. So I'm not bothering people. I'm like hyper aware of bothering people. All right, next. When I started my first job post-college, I was thrilled to live by myself for the first time in my life. I had this beautiful one-bedroom apartment in a solid part of town. Everything was great until six months later when new tenants moved into my unit, next to my unit, sorry. I had a package go missing, a phone case. Amazon had posted a photo of it at my door, so I thought that it was just a fluke. Then it happened again and again and again. The office wouldn't accept packages, so I had to get my items delivered to a friend's place instead. Overall, wildly inconvenient, and the police didn't care in the slightest when I reported it, so I just figured I'd deal with it. Fast forward a few weeks, and I came home after being gone for less than an hour to see that my doorknob and front door were scraped up and the knob was barely hanging on. Long story short, I had been parking in plain view of this guy's window, so he was able to tell when I'm home. I'm 100% convinced that he tried to break into my place and that me coming home early interrupted him. I googled his name after I moved. I got it off a package at his door, and I found that he was a convicted felon with charges that include grand theft auto, domestic assault, drug dealing, and an attempted break-in. Oh my God. Do people not realize that like this stuff is public knowledge? Like if you get convicted of anything, um, it's on the internet. Like you can look it up. I actually just did this the other day because I, I don't know if I, if I'm allowed to go into this, but I witnessed a domestic assault, um, somewhere. I witnessed it. I wasn't involved at all. And event like going back, I then looked up the man's name and, saw that he had all these these convictions like he like got arrested for like um drunk driving i think it was like reckless endangerment or something like all these crazy things like you can find anything you want out about people but you know what i'll say if somebody did this to me they're called porch pirates like there are actual videos of people that like record um through ring like those um those doorbell doorbell cameras there are people called porch pirates who just like make this into like a side hustle where they just go around, steal people's packages, run and get into a getaway car and then speed off. And like there's so many videos of that happening. And what's even better is so many people, so many videos of people confronting them and like chasing them down. I've even seen people like tackle them and then like hold them down and call the police. But if that happened to me, I have two responses to that maybe three. So my first response would be, I would find a box, an Amazon box, right? Um, and then for an entire week, I would just pour all of the poop that my cat does or my dog does or both into that box. And so then stick it out on my porch and wait for them to come and steal the box so that they get a nice, wonderful box of shit. The second option would be they sell glitter bombs. So I would probably invest in a glitter bomb put it in the box, put it on my porch. Then when they steal my box, they get a, a face full of glitter and glitter doesn't come out ever. So I feel like that one's worse. But if you put poop in the box, like I feel like they know like, oh man, like they know that I'm stealing their packages. I mean, like, how could you not? But anyway, and then third option, 
if I had a doorbell camera is I would literally take a picture, like a screenshot of whoever was on my porch stealing my package and put signs up all over the neighborhood. Like, have you seen this porch pirate? He owes me like 50 bucks or whatever. Just to shame them. I don't know if it would work, but they'd probably get a good laugh at it. So maybe, maybe not. Anyway, don't steal packages, please. It's just so stupid. Don't do it. All right, next. I lived in an apartment with a slot of rotating tenants. An elderly lady moved in across the hall from me and promptly started hoarding. I started to figure it out when her deck slash porch started to fill up with odds and ends uh, furniture, including but not limited to a roll top desk. She also yelled at me once for taking her key out of the front door and putting it in the mail slot. That's very nice of you. Anyway, after a couple of weeks, I started to realize I hadn't seen her in a while and started to smell something real weird. Oh, no. Turns out she had died and no one knew it for about a week, hence the smell. Her family came and cleared out all of her stuff about a week after that. This is Wisconsin in the winter and I had my good Doc Martin work boots outside the door because they were wet. They used one of my boots to prop open their door while they moved out and then stole them while they were done. Wow. Okay. So being rude is genetic, I guess. Um, that's horrible. That is horrible. I, and you know what? I watch a lot of that show Hoarders and I love it. Like I love to clean. I love being super, super sanitary and I'm definitely a germaphobe. So I love watching Hoarders and seeing the transformations. Um, and I know from watching it that everybody's worst fear is that they're either going to die because they're um, crushed by all of their stuff or they're going to just die in their filth and no one will be able to get to their body or realize that they're dead. And a lot of times hoarders have alienated themselves away from their family and friends because they can't allow people into their space. Because if they allowed people into their space, they would have to admit that they have a serious problem. Hoarding is horrible. I mean, really horrible. It's a disease for sure. Like it's definitely a huge mental problem. Um, but it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous, you guys. And it's sad. But I am so sorry that you smelled the, the smell of dead. Ah, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. That would actually horrify me for life. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we'll move on next. Had a weekend getaway planned, confirmed a couple of weeks in advance that she could take care of my cat while I was gone. Oh, this is the roommate. This is a roommate story. Side note, she had a cat too. Before I left, I reconfirmed that she would be around and could take care of them. It wasn't uncommon for me to do all the kitty duties, which I don't mind at all, but because I was used to being on top of it, I wanted to make sure she had it under control. Got back to... Got back after three days and clearly no one had been in the apartment for at least a couple of days. Cats had no water or food and had been clawing at the door long enough to chip a bunch of the paint off of it. Uh, I texted her and asked if she had watched the cats. She replied that she decided to stay with her boyfriend for the weekend, completely oblivious to the fact that she had abandoned two helpless animals. I asked if she realized that the cats hadn't had food or water in a few days. She replied, oh, they're just cats. They're fine. 
I asked her to move out and also if I could keep her cat because I was worried about her ability to take care of another creature, both of which she agreed to. Some next level loser asshole shit to do that to creatures that are dependent upon you to survive. And the top comment is, thank God she was willing to give up the cat. Amen to that. I mean, wow. I like when James and I go on vacation, which is not often, but every year we do take a family trip to the beach for like a week. My cat gets visited minimum once a day and she's alone. She's fine. I She was a barn cat before I found her and rescued her um, after she'd been hit by a car. And this cat is too so self-sufficient, right? But you best believe that I'm having somebody come and make sure that she's okay once a day. Minimum. Minimum. And I don't care how much money it costs. Like, I don't want her to be lonely. She won't. She's a cat. But I just, I care about her. And I think that people who are abusive or neglectant towards animals are absolutely the worst types of people, period. Like, there should be a law that anyone who abuses an animal in any way gets the same treatment that they did to that poor creature um, in return as a punishment. Just like how I think if anybody rapes someone or especially rapes a child, uh, they should get their bits cut off, male or female, whatever you are. I think that the punishment should fit the crime. And that, like, animal abuse? Oh, no. Speaking of guys, because there is going to be snow if there is snow already if you see an animal a dog a cat whatever outside in the weather that we're about to have supposedly please call the spca or a local rescue group um and if you see a dog tied up outside of somebody's house call the police because at there are laws that were recently put in place a couple of years ago that prohibits that from happening but you would be surprised how many dirt bags there are in this world who will chain up a dog outside in snow in blizzards in rain in whatever like please be the reason that an animal gets to have its life saved like just please i i care about animals so much like it breaks my heart it breaks my heart um, this one's short, but it says shat in the oven before moving out. Oh, God. Oh, God. How? How? Like, I, I don't think I want to go into this one too much. That's pretty gross, though. I gotta say, not good. Um, next, these are a couple of my favorite submissions of you guys. And it, I think they're mostly roommate ones. So this one says BFF breakup. My first year of college, I roomed with a close friend from high school. She was in a very toxic relationship and I had always kept my mouth shut and just helped her when she was hurt. At one point, I had had enough of seeing her hurt and expressed my thoughts on, on everything. She had broken up with her or I guess maybe he had broken up with her and everything was back to normal. Or she. I don't know. Sorry. I later found out that they had got back together. They hadn't gotten back together. And I told her that I would watch her. I wouldn't watch her get hurt again. And I couldn't be her friend. I came back to our apartment to all of her stuff gone and all the things I'd given her and things. Oh, my God. And things that we had shared thrown on my bed and broken. She gifted me a framed poster one birthday and she had taken the frame and left the poster crumbled on my bed. Years have passed and we're friends again. LOL, but I've learned never to room with a friend. 
The next year I roomed with someone I didn't know and it was so much better. Oh, you, you're, you're friends again? Not to judge, but like, how? I could, I could never, I could never. If someone burns a bur- uh, bridge with me, I'm done. And all you did was try to be a good friend. But the problem is when people are boy crazy like that or whatever, in love, in a relationship, like sometimes, especially if it's an early relationship, but you said college. So um, yeah, that sounds young, like early 20s, maybe even late teens. Like um, there are so many, like, they say there's this one quote that I love. It's all flags look red. Is it all flags look red? On maybe I don't know what I'm saying. There's a quote that goes, "All flags look red through rose-colored glasses." And I thought up until this very moment that that meant that um, when you're in love, you can't see red flags. Maybe that's right. Right? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm not making any sense. Um, I lived with a college. I lived with a lot of people. Um, not all at the same time. My situations were not good. Almost all of them. So when I went to college the first time, I met this girl at uh, freshman orientation. And um, she was awesome. We hit it off right away. Like we just got tar- We just started talking. And neither of us had picked a roommate yet but we knew we were both living in the same hall. So we decided to just room with each other. So we picked each other as roommates and everything was cool for like the first couple of weeks. And her girlfriend had um, come to the, the same school as us and was living in the same hall on the same floor. But they decided to, and I'm quoting here, live in separate rooms to give each other space. And as you can probably imagine, they were together 24-7 and eventually her her girlfriend had moved into our room. So this is a tiny little shoebox of a room in a freshman dorm with now three people living in it. And I was like really uncomfortable and I had just gotten a boyfriend and he had a house. So I would go and stay at his house because I was like, I don't want to stay here with you guys in this room doing all sorts of things that when I'm not there that I just like don't want to think about (laughs) like there were no boundaries I guess and so um eventually I had been staying with my boyfriend like every night at his house and I get a text message from this girl I'll just call her like Katie it's not her name her name was not Katie but let's say her name was Katie Katie sent me a text message saying like a long text message saying like basically hey um my girlfriend uh, I don't know Jillian and I, Jillian and I are happier with just us two. And we were hoping that you would leave our dorm room and go and swap rooms with Jillian and live with her roommate. Um, Her roommate that I didn't know. And I didn't want to do that. All of my stuff was set up in that room. Granted, I wasn't sleeping there, but it was still my room. And I also felt like it was super unfair and inappropriate for her to kick me out because she hadn't tried to be my friend. She hadn't tried to talk to me. She hadn't tried to hang out with me past those like two or three weeks that we had been really close. And I was like, well, I don't think that's a good idea because A, like you and Jillian got separate rooms in the first place so that you could have space from each other if you needed it. So you moving into my room defeats the purpose. And also, I don't want to. Like, I I don't want to move all my stuff. Like, was I being a little, like, insensitive? I don't know. But 
I was like, no. So then I go back to the dorm um, to get a couple of things, like maybe the day after this. And we got in a huge conversation, like a huge fight over text. She was so rude. She called me names. She like made fun of me. All this stuff super bullied me. Oh, and she told me that all of my friends had a secret group chat that they excluded me from. So they didn't have to, um, they didn't have to include me in the conversations on Snapchat. And then that was later confirmed by one of my other friends. Um, I'm no longer friends with any of those people, but remember I said on another episode that I was friends with horrible people in college. Well, that was the start of it. So anyway, I go to the room to grab something and she tries to get in a physical fight with me. Uh, so at that point I felt threatened and I left and I did move to a different room. Um, but I ended up just moving all my shit basically to my, um, boyfriend at the time's house. Then I don't know what I did after that, but I, I came back to college the following semester and I lived in a different building with, um, a girl who I really liked and she was super unproblematic, but she was one of those like sorority girls and I was the opposite of the sorority girls, but we actually ended up cohabitating really well. I didn't know her when we, when we got together, but, um, she was great and she kind of just let me do my own thing and didn't ask any questions. Like I kept my space clean. She kept her space clean and that was kind of it. And she was one of my favorite roommates. And then I ended up going for the next semester to a different dorm and um it was the nice dorm on campus like the nice nice one and I picked a random girl again big mistake big mistake so I picked a random girl again and she was so weird and it did not work out at all she wanted to sleep like all day long every single day and only like wake up to go to classes and she did not like me having friends over and she did not like when I ate in the room she was very strange um and I got kicked out of that dorm because my boyfriend at the time was banned from all the dorms on campus because he had a weapons charge don't even get me started on that um, so I would sneak him in like any naive girlfriend would do. They found out about it. They kicked me out. And then I got sent to like a crappy dorm room, um, that had no air conditioning, but I had a good roommate. And then eventually I moved into an apartment, uh, off campus with that bad boyfriend and a friend um, and it was not a good situation. I want to get more into it, but like, it's kind of personal to her. And I feel like some things that happened are better left unsaid. I think like she struggled very, very deeply with mental health issues. Um, and she behaved as though she had a lot of mental health issues. Um, and her and I have not spoken since we parted ways. It was a very toxic environment. Uh, I found out that uh, she had relations with my boyfriend before I had met either of them and they kept it from me for a year. So yeah, I feel like no matter what, <laughs> you, you really don't know what people are like until you live with them. And so it's really a toss. It's, I don't know, a coin toss how someone's going to be when you live with them. 
friend or not, um, I had horrible living situations with people. I really did. So yeah, those are my stories. But I'll go to the last submission story. It said, I lived with, oh my God, I lived with six other girls in colleges, in, in college. Four of them were awful. And when I came back from winter break, they had thrown a New Year's Eve party and my bed was all messed up. So I knew someone had slept in it. I pulled back the sheets and there was a two, ew, there was two week old vomit. I also found a pair of boxers under my bed. None of my roommates would fess up for letting me sleep in my room or for, for letting people sleeping. Oh my God. None of my roommates would fess up to letting people sleep in my room, but the vomit literally stained my mattress and I had to get a new one. What do you mean none of your roommates would fess up? I would literally be like knock banging on doors. You all threw a party and someone slept in my room. I was not here, someone slept in my room. Give me money please so I can buy a new mattress. That is so beyond violating. Oh my God, I cannot even imagine that situation, I feel like that would just drive me absolutely crazy. There were so many toxic people and relationships that I had when I was in college. And that environment is so wild because there's no one there to kind of like regulate things. Like for the first time in your life, like when you go to college, I feel like you are completely on your own. So you almost don't know how to react when you're left to your own devices for that first year anyway and people just kind of run wild it's like the wild west like especially freshman year in college it's like the wild west like everyone just wants to hook up with each other people want to make friends because everybody always says like oh my college friends are going to be my friends for life you know that's that's not true I mean maybe (laughs) maybe one of them maybe two of them but definitely not the majority of them um people are going to college and like changing who they are and trying to have a fresh start I mean for me I definitely did that but it was more of a positive change as a you know in in high school I was super um introverted and quiet and I felt like nobody liked me I felt like I had no friends um And when I went to college, I made a pact with myself that like, I'm going to be different. I'm going to make friends. I'm going to make an effort to have people like want to spend time with me and be around me. And when you're trying to do that and people take advantage of it, it's very hard to be happy. And it's very hard to feel like you're good enough because you're putting yourself out there. You're making all these friends, you're doing all these things. And then people just, they walk all over you and they break boundaries. I don't know if your room had a door on it or what, but maybe, or not a door, like a lock, but maybe I would have like 100% locked locked the door and been like no one can come in this room it probably didn't because I'm sure you would have done that if you had the opportunity but like what a breach of trust to allow someone to go into your friend's room and sleep slash maybe have sex on their bed while they're gone what a breach of trust I hope you don't talk to any of those girls anymore because I'm sure at least one of them was protecting the others or maybe all of them were protecting themselves, but they clearly do not have respect for you if they're going to be doing something like this. And like, 
Like I said in the beginning of this episode, like when you're in your early 20s, you literally just care about yourself. You have no consequences for your actions or so you think until they happen. So you are constantly just trying to live wild and push the boundaries to see what you can get away with and how far you can. And I feel like a lot of times you'll do things that are completely out of the normal for what you would do and what your personality is like so that you can kind of see if that's something that actually is part of who you are. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I just feel like it's it's crazy. Those few years are absolutely crazy. And I am so glad that I got out of that environment. Like literally living in the environment I was living in was killing me. And I was so depressed. I was so miserable. I was so unhappy. And I don't know where you went to school, but I just hope it was nothing like that. And that that was just a fluke incident. But I've had many problems with many people I've lived in, lived with, obviously, But anyway, I hope you don't talk to any of those girls anymore. So guys, I think that's the end of this episode. Um, Thank you for coming along and hearing about everyone's crazy roommates and horrible neighbors. Um, Let me know what you guys think about the Ariana Grande song. Let me know if there's anything good on TV that I should watch. Um, And... I hope that you all have a very good week. If it's snowing where you are, please be careful. Salt your driveways, salt your walkways. Just don't take any unnecessary risks. And I love you all. I'll talk to you all on next Tuesday. Don't stop complaining and have an awesome week. Bye.